0: Well, it's 2021, so you know what that means. We're talking movies. We're talking HBO Max? No, Chris, seriously. It's like the worst streaming service.
1: What are you, Christopher Nolan now? Yeah. Hey, everybody. Welcome to maybe a short episode of How Would You Like That Movie? Uh, Today, we're going to be talking about the controversy between Warner Brothers and HBO Max and, I don't know, all of fucking Hollywood. All right. So I guess a bit of an explanation on what we're going to be talking about today is HBO Max, Time Warner, AT&T, they have decided to drop 17 of their films for the 2021 slate all onto their HBO Max streaming service. And this, this has pissed off a lot of people in the creative side of things, whether it's actors or their agents, directors like Christopher Nolan and Villeneuve. Uh, And the big reason is there's a big loss of back-end that's not going to happen, right? You've got a film, goes into the theater, it makes a billion dollars. Part of your contract might have been a smaller upfront fee for a piece of that big back-end action. And fortunately, now that back end auction that back end action is gone, so that's kind of what's happening here and now Scott and I are gonna run through this and figure it out,
0: so yeah, so I'm on the fence on this, like who to root for? yeah, like to me, and this is gonna sound stupid, but I think a lot of these directors are are being cry babies, okay, right like. And don't get me wrong, like Nolan, I respect Dennis Villeneuve. He's one of my favorite directors out right now. Like, yep, like I put him above Nolan, right? Like okay. In terms of word to say, and he's Canadian too, so that that's a plus. Well, he's from Quebec. That's the fucking I'm just joking. Canada. I'm just joking. If you're, if, you're, if you're in Quebec, please
1: don't uh, stop listening to our podcast.
0: Like, oh wait, you just want to alienate to everybody so no one listens. You just want a reason to fucking look at me for 20 minutes. It's because
1: I have no. I'm, I'm lonely and I have no soul. That's why. Uh, sorry. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Villeneuve's a fantastic Canadian uh, Canadian director, but. So tell me why you think that they're just being crybabies, though. Because I have a different opinion their back on
0: that. That they're not getting their ends What's that? That they're not getting their backends. You think that's being a fucking crybaby? I'm not being... It's not being <laughs> a crybaby. They haven't come to that yet, though. They announced it. Like, look, Patty Jenkins, Gail uh, Galat. G- we you know Wonder Woman. Yep. Um, they got their back ends. So Warner Brothers discussed it with them. And I get not discussing with any one of these filmmakers before making the announcement. Was shitty on yeah. Warner Brothers. Whoa, okay,
1: okay, okay. Let's let's unpack some of that there. So you're right. They dealt with Wonder Woman and they they got that or uh got that all sorted out. So why would you not inst- have those conversations with all those other directors and do that? Do like if you can. So what that shows is that you already knew this was going to be a fucking shit pile. And you took care of the per- person because I think the reason they took care of Wonder Woman is because they want a fucking number three. So they don't want to fucking chop off the head of the golden goose with the golden lasso. So go ahead. Go ahead. Jump I, I in think, there. I can see you fucking twitching. No,
0: <laughs> well, I, I get what you're saying. But I think, to be honest, I think this was Warner Brothers dipping their toes, too. So they're going to pay these people the back ends, right? Like for this film, for Wonder Woman 84, right? Okay. And then they're going to test to see how much revenue they actually make for people watching that movie, and then they can take that to the others. Right? You got to have yeah. You got to have one test subject. Right? So I think that they
1: have fucked this right up. Um, I think this is so. For those of you that don't know, A owns Warner, and Warner owns HBO Max, or however that conglomerate goes together. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Okay. So basically. This decision in my opinion, and I get it, AT&T is a big company, they've got to deal with their bottom line and stuff like that. They are thinking very short term. They're thinking quarter to quarter. They're like, "Oh, we're going to do this because HBO Max as Villeneuve or not as uh, Christopher Nolan said, is basically, I'm going to paraphrase, a piece of shit. Like nobody's watching HBO Max, it's not working." So, in and so in order to float this failing extra streaming service that they have, They're going to put all those eggs in that basket. Those, the very people that you think are whining about their back end are the fucking creators of the very product that you need to create. So Warner Brothers was known for a creative, friendly environment. That's why people like Villeneuve and Christopher Nolan went there and and some big actors as well. So you fuck these guys dry, right up there. Hold on. Fucking yeah. grown-ups are talking here. Grownups, <laughs> you fucking these guys in the just ass, said right? No and you think you're going to make them whole after the fact or whatever? This is going to be salt in their mouth that they are going to take. If you know who I think is fucking sitting back laughing their asses off, Netflix. Netflix is going to be like, "Come to Papa, baby. Come to Papa, where I treat we treat filmmakers how filmmakers need to be treating." I think that this is going to this is going to be bad, bad fucking news going down the road. Okay, well, go ahead. Okay, now. I'm gonna run some numbers by you, like like you did on our last show, where you didn't know that two came after one.
0: Yeah, yeah, that one. <laughs> um, but okay, so right now, mm-hmm. as of right now, Scoob made more money than Tenet.
1: Okay, okay, cool. you you fin- finish however this argument's gonna play out, and then I'm gonna pull the legs off it. Like, okay, like, bugs. So. so
0: Scoob made more money than Tenet. Sure, they they wanted that movie in the theaters. The director. And the filmmaker, Nolan, wanted that to be, you know, he, I don't even think it was, like, to bring back cinema. It was the caveat that my movie made this during a pandemic. Okay. Right? I think it was more ego than actually looking at other people's safety.
1: Okay. So, I think that, I. so, first off, I think Tennant should have went James Bond route and fucking delayed. Just fucking hold, like, you already spent the money. They should have just held on and, and just seen where the pandemic was going. I, I just think that that... But, I mean, that's with hindsight. I guess it's easy to see. Mm. I do agree. I think that there was some ego there. But that doesn't change the fact. So, I, I agree with that statement. That doesn't mean you take your entire fucking slate of, of films, which is what? Like, 17 films. Some big stuff on here, too. Matrix 4. Uh, there's a Suicide Squad. Another Conjuring. Uh, but the big one, Dune. Like, I know there's also, like, Godzilla versus King Kong and Mortal Kombat. But Dune, man. Like already saying that because dune both i think dune and matrix 4 are supposed to be coming out late in 2021 ever already so why would you commit that up front because like theaters if theaters are fucking open you can always take it to your streaming service right but putting all that again it's putting all those eggs in that basket and now you've pissed everybody off so that 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 con that like uh, personal contract is broken and now you're stuck fucking putting it like yeah you can put it in the theater but if you have it on your streaming service there's going to be a lot of people they're going to go like fuck that I'm going to watch it at home
0: yes but keep in mind that yes in the states it is HBO Max only but everywhere else it is getting released in theaters that's true so us here in Canada you know Canada is the weird one with HBO Max. It's like some HBO Max. Yeah. So up here in Canada, you know, I, I'm paying my Crave subscription and my HBO Max subscription, but I ain't getting any of this. So I can go die of COVID. Yes. Right. So whatever with that. Or I can pay the rental fee whenever it comes out on Christmas Day. Like, obviously, we we're recording this before. So I don't know what that fee is. Yeah. Yep. I think it was like 24 bucks or something. For Tenant? No, for Wonder Woman. Oh, for Wonder Woman. For okay. in Canada. But in terms of revenue, right? Again, why isn't there a backlash when a week later Disney did their investor calls and everything was this is going streaming? This is going to Disney Plus? This is going to Disney Plus? So, this is
1: one, okay. One of the questions I, again, and I don't know this answer. So if you don't know it, just kick it right back to me. Is, Disney may have already had those conversations with the creative, with the directors and producers and stuff like that. the The bigger issue, one of the biggest issues, actually, it's not the only issue, is the blindsiding, right? As well as there's there's con- contractual obligations or circumventing those obligations. So, just think that you took uh, you took less of an upfront payout. To for do this film. big back end. And yeah. you're supposed to get 5% of whatever. And that film may have made a billion dollars. That's a lot of fucking money that you didn't get paid up front. Right. And, and you're again, definitely not getting paid now. And again,
0: like taking the less up front for more of the back end could have backfired as well. Like, sure. But they took that risk. And then yes. they got fucked by the very people
1: that were supposed to be looking out for trying to make the most amount of money. It's a conflict of interest. Yeah.
0: I get what you're saying, right? But in terms of number-wise, right? Right now, as of October 2020 was what I found, right? Mhm. HBO Max in the states, 28.7 million subscribers. Okay? At 14.99 a month. Okay? So that's 430 million a month they are making off this. Okay. So you're saying it's a shit thing? I, I would fucking kill for 430 million. Do you got Netflix numbers there? I don't have Netflix numbers, but I do have Disney Plus numbers. Okay. Are you ready for this? Okay. So just as an example, uh, like in terms of the Warner Brothers, in 2019, when all the theaters were open, mm-hmm. Warner Brothers revenue was 1.6 billion. Okay. So they're pretty much just off HBO Max. They're going to make that back in the in the year. But it- here. Go ahead, go ahead. Here's Disney Plus. In 2019, Disney's revenue, again, this is Avengers Endgame, 13 billion. That's right. Right now Disney Plus has 86 million subscribers at 4.99. That's 773 million dollars they make a month. Okay. Off of that. Website. So what are you saying? You're saying that, that basically, go ahead. That I think like yes, it was short-term not telling them. But I'm a glass half full kind of guy. So I'm going to say that the executives at Warner Brothers or AT&T are going to see how much of the revenue that they have that these films are now driving their subscriber count. And odds are they're probably going to get a bigger back end than they would have.
1: Okay, that's that's a very like. Uh, abacus, you know dollars and cents in a ledger. But what I, what I think you're missing out there. So Disney's his own animal, right? Like people go to Disney because they're distri- distribution. Uh, they're Disney Plus. You know people. There's certain people that just love Disney. So those numbers, those, those numbers are important. But I think that they're an, they're an outlier. Like most other companies are not doing that. It would be interesting to have this conversation with some Netflix numbers. But I think more importantly is the fucking over of the creative the very people who make your content. That's great. So it works for this year. And then Christopher Nolan goes, fuck you. And Villeneuve goes, fuck you. And a bunch of other, you know, Soderbergh and stuff like that. Actually, I think Soderbergh was one of the few people that's not such a big issue with this. Mm -hmm. Um, but you have some big actors like Denzel Washington and stuff like that that has some stuff coming up with them that go, fuck you. Suddenly, you don't have the A-list stars. You don't have the big producers. You don't have the big directors. You lose screenwriters. That's great. You've got a screen- streaming service that has the fourth-tier fucking studio making films for it. Great. Congratulations. You know See, what I mean?
0: And I, I I get what you're saying. like, But again, you're going just off the bases of, hey, this is just... I think in terms of PR, yes. Like, the creators going against this worked very not in Warner Brothers' favor. But again, them pretty much saying, hey, all you people that watch our movies, your lives are important. So we don't want you to go to a theater where you may contract.
1: Again, into- I, this this is not a binary con- uh, statement of you either go to the movie theater and and get covid or not you could have done this film by film right you're like okay let's see we're going to see what's going on with covid and we're going to play that game and then you have the conversations with the directors and the producers the inclusiveness of like you've got a movie coming out in yeah, january that
0: was their mistake i think i don't That's think a huge mistake yes. though. no no i get what you're saying but i think the choice to do what they did is not the mistake the choice of how they went about it is what went wrong.
1: Well, but right? that, that depends. Do you include how they went about it in putting the entire slate on the chopping block or whatever you want to call it all at once? Yeah, not they having It should have been rolled out.
0: If they were going to do this, this should have been rolled out. Yeah, not having the um, the conversations with uh the directors, producers, production companies. Yeah, that's the wrong. Like before this whole backlash came out, all on the web that I was seeing was like it, Netflix and HBO Max fighting over Godzilla versus King Kong. Mm-hmm. So at that point, a week before, two weeks before, it was okay. Like they're having a conversation whether or not it was going it. Then just finding out like, hey, that's it's a big deal. Hey, that's, yeah, hey. that's the thing. Like legendary production company who put up like seventy percent or whatever it was of the production of that movie and of Dune. Yes. Yeah, I can get why. Hey, they're and gonna. There's sue. some big back end money
1: there, man. Just to think about like how much money was made on like Joker. Small budget, all that back end money, but none of these films are Joker. Fair enough, but I'm just saying, like, there, we're not talking small amounts of money for these people. You know what I mean? Whether it's no. the producer, director, or the A list actor. Um, anyway, I think I've said my piece, but I do want to finish with a quote from Dennis Villeneuve: <clears throat> "With HBO Max, with HBO Max's launch is a failure thus far." AT&T decided to sacrifice Warner Brothers' entire 2021 slate in a desperate attempt to grab the audience's attention.
0: All right. Oh, that's Chris's rant for the day. Like and subscribe this podcast. Please follow us on social media. If you were not aware of this backlash, you are obviously in a hole, but if you go to any one of our social medias, we posted up a bunch of articles and stuff. Just go through our, our little thread there and then follow us twitter or on social media at how do you like that one i don't even know what see you're you're doing fucking funny faces you're fucking me up (laughs) how do you like that one or email at how do you like that movie at gmail.com
1: production by rod shaver vader monkey productions